song, and then we're going to roll into the Common Thread Collective coming up next. You've been listening to Women's Magazine here on MutinyRadio.fm. And just remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, like forming a, a unified cultural experience with a band to try to change the world and bring awareness and bring the unity and the vibration up of the planet, just remember, inspiration is contagious. Peace and thank you.
this topic. I won't say I've never talked, <laughs> but I've never talked about this topic, you know, the art and society. Of course, I've thought about it. My wife is a painter. I have artist friends. Some of my best friends <laughs> are artists. <laughs> Some of them are here observing me. Uh, but as I say, yeah, I, I've th thought about it. Of course, all of us have. And, uh, and what comes to mind when I think of the, you know, the relationship of the artist to society, what should be the relationship of the artist to society. And with me, it's always a question of what should be and not what is. But I think of the word transcendent, which is a word I've never used in public. <laughs> but it was the only thing I could come up with to describe uh, what I think about the role of the artist. And by that I mean, you know, not, you know, Immanuel Kant's, well, yes, sort of close to it, but not really <laughs> his idea of what is transcendent, something like it. But the, the idea is that the artist transcends the immediate, uh, transcends the here and now. The artist, well, transcends the madness of the world, transcends the madness of terrorism, transcends the madness of war. And uh, the artist thinks outside the framework and acts and paints and does music and writes outside the framework that society has, has created. And, and the artist may do s no more than, and I don't mean to minimize it by saying no more than, the artist may do more than you know, give us uh, beauty and laughter, uh, passion, surprise, drama, and that's, that's good. Uh, that is, the artist needn't apologize for just doing that, because in doing that, the, the artist is telling us what the world should be like, even if it isn't that way
Hello, welcome. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm. We're here at the corner of 21st and Florida Streets in the Mission District. If you'd like to come and join us um, and bring your, your music, your uh your mission, your poetry, whatever you got going on in your community, or you can just come and spend time with us. I'm Global Val, and I'm here with Diamond Dave, of course. So good to be here. I don't know why I can't hear you. Week, and I think it's, when you said, when you said, it is a beautiful day in the nation. Hey, folks, it's a great day to walk out of your house, walk out of your room, whatever it looks like, to have you, and walk down the street and flourish by doing more together than any of us can do on our own. Walk down the street in the flourish and come over here to Mutiny Radio and join us in this because, uh, let me quote now, the last verse of that song, The Revolution Starts Now. Last night I had a dream. Last night I had a dream that the people gathered around and everybody brought what they had to bring and nobody went without. And I had a new song to sing. The Revolution Starts Now. So hey, brother, that's kind of a theme around here. We have many themes, but all the themes are based on love, about opening the door to love, of saying Trump, we're building a wall. You're building your wall. He wants millions of dollars. He's cutting, uh, his plan passes. What is some 20 million people will lose their health care? Is that something like that? Something like that, about 22, 24 million people who've been covered over the past few years under the Affordable Care Act. A.K.A. Obamacare. We can talk more about that in a minute because we've got a... Well, I just wanted to say... Uh, our, our, we've got a medical guest today. Yeah, but so. I just want to say we go over 24 million. Uh, and then we have a medical guest today. Hey, better. Medical uh, guest. Identify yourself. I'm just making that up. Welcome. Uh, hi. Uh, thank you for having me on again. Um, my name is Stephen. I am a representative of Foothill College's uh, Global Medical Brigades. Um, we're an organization, a student-ran organization, um, that helps provide um, free medical care for people in Central America. Um, this year, we will be working in Panama. Uh, in years past, we have been working in Honduras, uh, providing care there. Um, we provide, you know, dental care. We provide vaccines, doctors. Um, mothers to be, mothers who were, can come and get some help. So there's a, uh, there is an actual physical place soon to be in Panama. Is that right? Uh, yes. Well, we we can come and lend a hand. Are you going to do that? Uh, yes. Well, this sounds like a yes. beautiful thing to do. And to stay in connection because it's just a beautiful thing to do. And I know you need it. So uh, where are you in Panama? What, uh, is this like a, a clinic? Tell me more. Um, so it, it's ran, uh, you can think of it as like a healthcare factory. So an, factory. A, a family and a, a family comes in, um, we take their information, and then, um, then they get you know, seen by a doctor. Um, we hire local doctors from that region, and then we also bring our own medical specialists and our medications and uh, sanitary equipment, of course. And then after that, uh, the individual goes to a dental station um, where they have their teeth cleaned, because um, I'm sure, as you can imagine, if you haven't seen a dentist um, you know, in a decade, your teeth no would teeth. be horrifying. Yeah, I'm you'd toothless. have no teeth. I'm waiting for um, a new set. Go ahead. Yeah. Before Obama, before uh, before Trump, it says no more, no more. But it's in the works. So go ahead. Um, so um, there we will be. Um, 
uh, after after they go through the dental station, they um, you know have their teeth cleaned. Um, any major things that need to be done, we can refer them to like a specialist, and then um, then we give them their medications at the end. Again, we you know keep track of that oversight and all that. So this is using the internet and the cyberspace. It seems important to what you do, being able to you uh, use the internet to go back to the various clubs and and let them know what's needed, and it's set up by a kind of a highway. In an internet sense, from the clubs to the station, I'm trying to imagine the station is it a hut? Well, it's a you, you set up a clinic, right? Yeah, it, we set it. So, um, oftentimes, like the government sorry. will give us um, like a facility, or we'll rent one um, because. Like, this isn't something that can really, not all of this can be done, like, outside, like, you're dealing with medications, and uh, it's people's well-being, so you have I'm to, you know, well. do it with, like, love and respect towards that individual. I hope so. Um, and then, of course, like, well, you know, well, health education, I think, is one of the most important parts of this, because we also teach people how to live a healthier life so they won't have to rely on uh, on the healthcare system as much, uh, because, like, I mean proper hygiene and things like that um, goes a long way to just preventing disease all around. Well, at the same time, of course, they already have their ways. They already have a way. A lot of them will be planting and growing. And so you said about love and respect. It's uh, what I'd imagine is you also respect, respecting learn to learn the customs and how these people run and roll and live their life and relate accordingly. Absolutely. Um, so. You know, the entire time there, we you have to act professional. I mean, you, you would hate to go see your doctor. Um, and he was just like goofing around, like playing volleyball, like, you know, right there in front of you. Like you aren't going to respect your healthcare professional. Like okay, that. Now, okay. But, so let's go talk about your case, brother. You're planning to go this summer or as soon as the semester order and go, to, uh, go down to Panama and lend a hand. Is that right? Yes. Uh, and so in, um, yes, over the summer, um, we will be there, um, actively providing the healthcare support. Um, and then it's also very important um, for the students to actually um, have some hands-on experience because myself included, uh, you know, I dream of being a doctor and eventually uh, working with like Doctors Without Borders or World Health Organization because I, I love international aid. Um, and then a lot of these other students, a lot of the other individuals like my peers and such, um, also have like similar dreams of like working in healthcare, working in dental degree. So it's the morning at Foothill College. Mm -hmm. In other words, you're fairly early in your uh, academic uh, career. Uh, yes, I transfer this year. Okay, fairly early. Excellent. Yeah, congratulations. Because you, you. you were in here to talk about this. Um, I don't remember when exactly that was, but it was several months ago, within the past yeah. year or so, because this is, a, um, not like you said, it's not the first time that this group, the Global Global Medical Brigade, or Brigades, yeah. with S at the yeah. end? Brigades. Brigades, yeah, um, has gone down. Like you said, you've gone to Honduras. Oh, you have gone to um, Honduras. Uh, yes, the organization that, I, that has, but I personally have. Okay. Only done uh, healthcare, you know, related things in Vietnam. I worked at an orphanage for a few months, oh and then I also worked in Turkey with refugees uh, for wow. the well, beautification project. Right, so the mural project that you were working on. Yeah, is that our brother with Amos? The vets, uh, Amos right? I just ran into yeah. Amos. The he's my veteran mural in. project. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I, uh, a common thread. Amos. I've been very fortunate to right. uh, have gotten those experiences and been able to help people. Um, no, I think my, my first time going overseas and doing this, which was when I worked in Vietnam, definitely um, 
had a profound impact on the way I view the world because like uh, I had never seen extreme poverty in my life like uh, I doubt very many people here have um, yes you know there's a significant homeless population here in the Bay Area but there's also like abject poverty where the only option is like a dollar a day and like you are a farmer and like you know everyone around you is a farmer and like it's not even like farms that we think of here where people feed like 300 people but in you know these undeveloped subsistence. regions of the world it's it's substance subsistence. yeah yeah it's, it's subsistence survival. it's just survival like that's so what you find. so I'm right t- let's get right. back to the chase again so you've been uh, spending your year i guess in foothill mm-hmm. having things like uh, uh uh, having things like sales and various yeah, money, like, yeah. and so you're both trying to get money, getting some funds so you mm-hmm. get down there, and two, beginning to store up yeah. the kind of things that you'll need to make this happen. Am I right? <laughs> oh yeah, we're oh yeah, the fundraisers that you've got another one coming up, right? Yeah, yes. Well, um, so in a couple of weeks, we will be having a um, a flea market where we will sell. Uh, donated books and donated clothes and stuff like that that's been collected by the members of my club and the individuals that will uh, go in the summer to work in Panama. Um, now, last time we did it, it was like pretty successful. Now we're just trying to spread the word. Um, I think you have the link for that, actually, uh, that I sent you. Um, but yeah, two weeks from now, uh, a beautiful Saturday, hopefully, and we will be out there selling books and, you know, stop by, give donations. Well, I haven't um, said yet where it is. Have you? I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's at De Anza College. At De Anza. In, yeah, in Cupertino. So can I take Bart to get there? How did you get there? How did you get here? How I, I got here by um, Caltrain. So you could just go straight up uh, from, you know, down... Uh, down Caltrain into Cupertino, and I believe there is a bus that you can take straight okay. to. Um, Sounds, uh, yeah, so right, just go to Sunnyville you, and then. Okay, I think it's, well, yeah. I wish you well. Sounds like a wonderful thing to happen, and it's a good way. It's a community you can get together, uh, selling good books, meeting people who are probably people buy good books are also probably. I don't want to be prejudiced. People will probably be interested in your project. In your project, yeah, absolutely, Panama, yeah. Been, but Panama, but does that exist already? Is already the 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 brick and mortar? Yes. Uh, so we, we have done this project um, in the you know multiple times. Uh, we have originally worked in Honduras, but we have uh, we are now going to Panama well, this year. Honduras is difficult um, because of the coup and all that. Well, Panama, I'd love to go. Yeah, I, I would love. I to think be it'll there. be awesome. If you need somebody like me. Uh, um, uh, send a ticket my way, and I'll be down there lending a hand. I was there with Katrina. I was there. Uh, the Superstorm Sandy, I was there. I do have a background in connected with my fellow human beings. Don't I, Val? You absolutely so do, Dave. Actually, fuck? some of my favorite shows are when... Don't take this the wrong way. When you're not here in the studio, but when you're when you're out and in the world and working on amazing projects and community um, activities and then you call in and we get to, you know, kind of tap into not, it's not just you, but all the other people, people who are participating. Me, around, but um, how many, how many students are slated to go on this yeah, Panama trip question. this time? Yeah. Uh, so we have 40 students signed up. Wow. Um, it is unexpected that they will all uh, go. Um, but in years past, you know, we've had a range of like, you know, 14 or so individuals, but we, all collectively work to fundraise wow. and like you know provide this service to it. people that otherwise um would not have access to this at all yeah uh, and w- and i i i love this that you're a part of this group this global medical brigades um for all, i mean for all the reasons you were talking about it's not only giving 
pre-med students like yourself or mm-hmm. people who want to become you know, nurses and doctors and other um, healthcare providers an opportunity to kind of get that uh, experience and practice, but also in an international setting and in a humanitarian setting, not not the, well, you know, that's not a, yeah. it's not for profit. Um, it's, yeah, exactly. Well, there's another brigade I just thought of, you know, about you. the Revolutionary Poets Brigade. And oh that's, yeah, that's Jack Hirschman and company. Yeah, there's a lot of the Revolutionary Poets Brigade. I suggest you check them out on the internet. Maybe you can both find it and let them know what you're doing. Oh yeah, and uh, they get books. They can bring some amazing books and let them know what you're doing. And so we can have uh, two brigades can do more than one in a way. Get it? Just, oh, like provide like literacy, whatever like books they want. And stuff, yeah, yeah. So check them out. That's why Revolutionary Poets Brigade. You can find them online. I get them on Facebook all the time, and uh, this would be a good project rather than just only blah 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 blah. We want a revolution, which is poetry. They sound very rambunctious. They are. They are. They is it rambunctious poetry? They are. It's (laughs) it's like raise a fist kind of poetry. Um, So so it's that. So the the flea market is going to be at. Foothill De Anza College in Cupertino. Uh, just, just De Anza. College. De Anza. Yeah, just, so it's two different the, it campuses. It is, but the, um, okay. the schools often work together, and they're right. sister schools, so you can go back and forth. Okay. Uh, it's actually a, a really uh, every credit that you take will transfer to like a UC school. Okay, so, great. Yeah, and it's a great system that you have in the state. It's wonderful. It yeah. really is. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Indiana. Like this, the system here in California for education from community college is better, way better than where it is in Indy. So it's nice. Excellent. So you're, but you're a student at, are you a student at De Anza or at Foothill? I, I, I've taken classes at both. At both. Oh, yeah. Oh, gotta love that. But the, the flea market is going to be at De Anza College in yes, Cupertino. And people Cupertino. can take Caltrain and hop on a bus to De Anza College. Yes. And what's the date for that? I have the, I'm looking at the link here. Uh, well, just the link, not the page. For the but, flea market? Yeah, the flea market. Um, pulling it up now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, if people want, it's like globalbrigades.org slash empowered slash chapter. Oh, what? our, uh, our website page? Yeah, the website yeah, that, page. That's where you can go to donate, but the, ah, okay. uh, the flea market is, is not on that webpage, unfortunately. Okay. Um, but it, it's going to be on Saturday and then, uh, normal flea market times of, you know, early. Tomorrow, Saturday? Uh, no, 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 not tomorrow. Two weeks. Two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah, in two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Okay. No, so, so we we're going to be mentioning it again on the Friday before that happens for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Down, you can call in. We'll give make you a, our uh, make it note. Uh, we can call in. You can give us our on the air number, and you can tell us on Friday some of what you, some of the goodies that you have at the flea market. How's absolutely, that? please do. Yeah. Uh, Any idea? It's take, you get a nice book, and then take my number. Um, you know, we get to provide health care to people um, um, that don't have access to it. Any and other way. Uh, I also. Uh, and, also, and building international uh, humanitarian yeah, bridges. Humanity, yeah, I, lending it's a, hand. a, and I, what, it's what a I'm calling. Gonna, what I'm going to do on my part yeah. is I'm gonna, I would like to connect you to the club that's just formed at City College, San Francisco, that has uh, some of the things in mind. I don't think I know anything about the Poets Brigade. I mean, not the Poets Brigade, the, but the, the Health Brigade. The Global Medical Brigade. The Global Medical Brigade, a, Brigade, but, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> Brigades. but let's let them know about it, because we're talking about the, the theme of what you said all yeah, along. You know, honestly, they might a, actually have one, because, you know, we're just one chapter out of this larger well, organization. Well, honestly, is good. So. this is all about honesty, brother. But I'll check it out, because they just, I'm, a, I'm a senator. 
and the student government at City College. Absolutely. And so they come, and absolutely is what I do. So they, the clubs come and get recognition. And just last week, they, were, they said nothing about the, the medical brigade, but they talked about a club that was going to include all the medical people, would be medical professions there to do good work. Um, so my guess is, I don't know about the medical brigade, but I like them too. So take my number. It's 415. That's all right, I'll give it. Okay. Yeah. 415-240-0286. That's my number. It's PayPal. It's myself. So, uh, so I was just checking the calendar. So it looks like two weeks from tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be April 1st. Yes. Saturday, April 1st. This is no joke, folks. Uh, go down to De Anza College for the fundraiser, uh, the flea market. Um, we'll be there. We'll have signs. Some of us will be wearing T-shirts. We'll be out there representing um, just humanitarian values and well, trying to take care of your fellow. Well, people. hey, brother, you came to the right place. So call us for Friday before... You call me to remind me. I'll give. I, I let, let me give out the phone number now for the on the air number. People are, might be interested to call. Good idea. We have information. So the phone number right here. If you'd like to join the conversation, you have one of your own. It's four one five 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 zero zero five one one four one five 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 zero zero five one one. And I, uh, people are welcome to call. I would love to have uh, people call Christopher. Call, I'd like you to call if you would. Because I'd like to uh, talk about what's happening with the new uh, Trump budget. He calls it a skinny budget. It's a horrible, <laughs> horrible thing. In fact, it cuts out. He's talking about helping people. It cuts out just for one example. The stuff that you're cutting, uh, taking all the money out of, making them starve, make, is, is meals, uh, meals on wheels. Yeah, cutting, cutting funding for Meals on Wheels. Good job, President. And all the stuff having to do with uh, global warming, too. That's going to be gone. At least he has no control over budget. So, <laughs> I mean, Congress has the power of the purse. So it has well, to the, the but there are a bunch of Republicans, brother. Yeah. They just say you, and there's, uh, some of them are studying it to as you. Yeah, this is a proposed aside. budget. We'll Others are, are like robots following we'll the light Trump. On. You think I know better, but uh, they're in power. And, uh, uh, hey, this is Speech Radio, brother. <laughs> They're in power, and the shit's hitting the fan. <laughs> but we're glad that Global Medical Brigades, and specifically the group from uh, Foothill and De Anza Colleges, are are doing doing something about it in in their own your own way, uh, participating in uh, a wide a worldwide global effort. Um, and I'm talking about each and every individual. Certainly, the folks listening to the show, I'm sure. Um, the, everyone's ability to to pay pay it forward and 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 pl- pay into the positivity bank uh, that that we're trying to build up and uh, have bubble over. That's what we're doing here on the Common Thread Collective. So, Steve, I'm so glad you were here. Um, any other information or st- uh, that you would need to share at, the po- uh, at this time? Or? Please donate to the club. Um, and then if. You happen to be coming by that area, and you have a bag full of hotel shampoos. Please give them to us because we provide shampoo and sanitary supplies to people. It's like a little healthcare package. You know, when you get out of the um, providing facility, you get to move on, and then you get you know a bag to uh, maintain your well-being. Perfect. Because Excellent. It, I was something I was thinking all along. 
I'm glad you're going to Panama. It'd be very interesting there in the jungle and so on. But the beach comes, starts right here. And there's so many people here, they would need a hand too. And it's uh, putting ourselves in a position where we can land a hand wherever we happen to be at the same time, fulfill our vision. In this case, it's about landing a hand in Panama and a real health facility that will connect with the people there in some village out in the jungle maybe. Is that right? It is a remote area. These are people that would not have access to the medical providers in the city. So um, I'm pretty sure we will be hiring doctors from within Panama City and then taking them out uh, with us into these areas that um, would otherwise not have access to this. And it's it's so remote, they're probably not speaking Spanish. They're speaking Mayan language or one other, you know. So yeah, uh, we have quite Spanish. a few volunteers that speak Spanish. I mean, of course, America is the second the largest Spanish speaking country in the world. The people in the remote areas you're talking about probably speak a little Spanish, but their home language is their home language is probably based on Mayan. Uh, yeah, originally before colonialization. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, Spanish. yes. Well, anyway, uh, we could talk about that. Well, thanks a lot for coming. Absolutely. And you yeah, well, good to see you, Thank you for having Steve. me on. Support your shit. Thank you for uh, coming to represent your crew uh, down in the South Bay, the Global Medical Brigades, going around the planet to try to help people um, who don't otherwise have access to health care and uh, a beautiful model um, that we should have everywhere. Hey, so stay in touch. <laughs> I think this is like the only... Like developed country that doesn't have like universal health care. So. Well, we're working on web. I know it's yeah. amazing. DIY. Yeah, but we're working on it. Not Maybe we can find a way. When you do go to Panama, I want you to stay in touch. It would be nice to get a, uh, I guess through Skype or something. I'd like to get a real account of what it's like around you and what's going on there. And lots of people know. Yeah, or, absolutely. Or when you come back, you can come back in and give us an update. Yeah, absolutely. Give us a report. Yes. But these days you can't skip. Let me read it. I want to read a poem by Rumi. Okay. And, wait, wait a second. Put some music on. <laughs> All right. You are listening to the Common Thread Collective Boy, Mutiny Radio. We're casting that wide net, finding the common thread, letting life flourish. And we're not going to panic. We're just going to keep it organic. And I'll play a song while Dave answers his phone. Uh, the song that Dave actually quoted earlier, Steve Earle's uh, The Revolution Starts Now. We do like to play this from time to time for educational purposes and social commentary. Here you go.
now. This is the Common Thread Collective here, mutinyradio.fm, San Francisco. You're welcome to come join us at 21st in Florida, uh, right at the corner of 21st and Florida, like I said, here in the Mission District of San Francisco. And um, this is what we do. And it's St. Patrick's Day, so it's getting kind of of wild out there. I don't know what's going on. Um, Anyhow. St. Gertrude's Day. Tell us about St. Gertrude. St. Gertrude is the patron saint of cats. However, the marketing department for cats is not as well funded as the marketing department for alcohol. So we celebrate St. Patrick's Day today instead of adopting a cat from a shelter. Hey, you could do both. You know, I wouldn't want to adopt a cat when I was drunk. <laughs> that's a good that's, point. That's a bad. You might endanger. You might endanger the cat, and you might endanger your own lifestyle. Beer goggles applies to cat adoption. Oh yeah. As a man with uh, 17 years sobriety, I fully understand. Uh, and that's uh, by the Amish bars. The most famous is the one that used to be the Women's Building. What is that? They have that. They have the great gathering where they provide uh, corned beef and cabbage. Then funny they and have green beer. At the women's building. It's the East Fifty Women's Building. It's up. Uh, uh, so it's uh, it's up about twenty six in Mission now. What is that? But anyway, they'll be having free uh, green beer. I don't know if free beer, but they will be having corned beef and cabbage. Well, I want to reach for Rumi. That's Rumi. And then let's talk about. Then let's talk about the things we talk about. Ain't eh, that It's called the tent. Outside the freezing desert night, this other night, inside, grows warm and kindling. Let the landscape be covered with thorny crust. We have a soft garden here. The continents bla- We have a soft garden here. The continents blasted cities and little towns. Everything become a scorched, blackened ball. The news we hear is full of grief for that future. But the real news inside here is that there's no news at all. Friend, our closeness is this. Anywhere you put your foot, feel me in the firmness under you. Friend, our closeness is this. Anywhere you put your foot, feel me 
in the fear of in the in the firmness under you. <clears throat> How is it with this love? I see your world and not you. Listen to presences inside poems. Presences inside poems. Let them take you where they will. Listen to the presences inside poems or this very poem. Let them take you where they will. Follow those private hints and never leave the premises. Follow those private hints and never leave the presences. So I guess it's about building that world of peace and love like a bubble around you, but also being able to reach out and do what you can that this planet doesn't become a blackened, blackened, uninhabited pit. It seems like it's coming faster and faster and faster there. So what can we, I know, well, you're a man who reads the newspapers. Uh, uh, I have this line, reading between the lines of the New York Times. And that's kind of what you do, is that right? Uh, I try, I try. Well, try is all we can do. The word try is a funny one. I try, try is what we do. We're try to, at our best, we're trying. At our worst, we're, we're faking it. Well, but I mean, I take time and being real. So, what have you? What you? What have you discovered? What's what kind of throw into the you know, into this uh, shared space that we occupy, where we can speak of what's going on out there without running out screaming? Tell me something. The most important thing happening today. I've been talking about here for a few weeks when you've had me as a guest, and that is the Supreme Court is discussing potentially in Congress or has discussed potentially in conference SCOTUS 16-907 the motion for the writ of mandamus requesting the nullification of the election result from 2016 so at the moment though you feel the outside is getting closer with Trump still holding on to his anxiety for whatever reason Maybe you can illuminate a bit on this, about illuminating one another. It's holding on this thing that, in fact, you know, whatever, whatever, whoever, whatever says, you're his enemy unless you believe that, uh, that Obama, Obama uh, had the, the, the phones wired, you give me the word, in the Trump Tower. Is that right? Well, I, I, I honestly think that uh, in addition to just about everything else that comes out of Trump's mouth, is uh, some level of distraction, quite intentionally and consciously. The wiretapping was broken about 30 hours after a Russian linked to the Trump conspiracy died in a Trump building in Florida two uh -huh. weeks ago. And then suddenly this crazy accusation that the media is wasting time reporting, wasting attention reporting. Wow, Trump's committed another crime. Well, that is the nature of his presidency. And it just happened that he's speaking to, sorry to figure out his mind, he's speaking to the uh, longtime premier of Germany. Isn't that right? Isn't she in Washington right Angela now? Angela Merkel, who's under siege. Uh, in the same active measures type campaign that elected Trump, she is struggling for an election result that is less than catastrophic this year. And Trump, of course, had to be 
rude and nasty so we could talk about him not shaking her hand, had to make demands about paying what she owes as if he was a gangster owning a condo in Trump Tower shaking Donald Trump down. Well, this is a sad, and at the same time, he's usually to speak of, he claims now, since the CIA and all these other groups say, well, we have nothing to do with it, that wasn't uh, to, uh, to doing the phones. So now he claims it's some British unit. And so the British are totally pissed off. Because they have, did you see that? Yes, absolutely. And they don't even like the fact that this unit has been exposed, really. Yeah. It's not even one that they really want to bring to the world. And they're that bastard. What is this, man? Tell us more. Well, uh, I think the levels of distraction are ranging from uh, mediocre to criminal to catastrophic. Catastrophic is where I would put Tillerson's comment, all options are on the table when it comes to North Korea. That, Which means we're supposed to take that to mean that an invasion of North Korea is very possible. They've just moved B-1 and B-2 and B-53 bombers, plural, multiple of each unit, into that theater with easy strike and refuel range of North Korea in the last 10 days. And, and these folks, these are planes which, have, which are blessed with nuclear equipment, aren't they? They can be. And so all of this is, and who's Trump? He's not just the president, he's also the commander-in-chief, is that right? And this is one of the most dangerous distractions I can think of, and it may be one of the most catastrophic he's attempted. Well, he did have this one in Yemen. Uh, horrible. Proud, which turned out to be a horrible mistake. Horrible. Which killed, the man's father said the man was killed unnecessary. He brings his, uh, his widow on, and widow on, and uses her in his speech, and she's all enlightened by that. That she, but she still, when all of a sudden her husband was killed unnecessary in Yemen, which was supposed to be, which is in, in Yemen, which is Yemen. Who sold them out? Who sold out SEAL Team 6? They were tipped off in advance of that the SEAL Team's route of penetration. They were ambushed. They were prepared to ambush the SEALs in advance. The administration claimed that a low-flying drone tipped their hand is absurd. And a bunch of the civilians, including little kids, were killed in this um, adventure. And now he's talking about North Korea. The eight-year-old daughter, an American citizen, of the first American citizen assassinated via drone strike in That's 2011, right. was killed in that raid as well. And his father was assassinated because he was a speaker. Whatever you agree with, what, what, what he doesn't say, what he did or didn't say, he was a speaker. He was an exponent of, he had a radio voice, and he used it to, to support the uh, uh, Jahidists and the, the people who regard themselves as the true, uh, true Islamists. Is that right? It was the assassination of someone accused of inspiring, inspiring terrorist attacks uh, with his speech through drone attack. Not organizing, but inspiring them. So anything's impossible. We're using our First Amendment right here. I'm looking up at the ceiling. Look, brother. Looking up at the ceiling. Because anything's possible. Here's the band. Hey, brothers. Don't drone me, bro. Uh -huh. Don't drone Don't me. Drone me. Who's well, when's it going? Here we are. This is an oasis of free speech right here, bro. It's one of the last. Well, everything goes here. We talk free, and we keep our sense of humor as well. Try to. In the to. face of all this shit, brother. Try to. It's a shitstorm. We're not, we're not KPFA, which is victims, victims, victims. We're pointing it out. Well, let me get some music here. Keep on reading something. Sure, sure. Uh, 
May I do Trump rabies? You do exactly what you want to do. Hey, we need some music here. This is Gary Nahum speaking at Mutiny Radio. We're talking about reading between the headlines. And pretty grim headlines today as North Korea looms as the latest possible shock event distraction to try to wag the dog and make us forget that Donald Trump was installed in the White House by Vladimir Putin last year. And that I think at a time when all the bugles are blowing for war and all the, you know, all the voices on television and the, the government spokesmen and the media people are, are not questioning, are getting in line. And they're not questioning, should we do this? They're questioning, how should we do this? And uh, should we use ground troops or should we use the airplanes? And the trick in thinking transcendentally is, is to think, what questions aren't they asking? Uh, what are they assuming that we accept? And, and they're burrowing down into the question of, uh, should we do it this way and should we do it that way? Instead of asking the question, should we be doing this? And of course, I'm, I'm telling you all this at a time when it is, you know, uh, unpopular to speak against the bombing that is now going on. Because all these voices around us are telling us it's the right thing to do, it's the only thing to do. And they're saying that they're rushing from one truth, one undeniable truth, to uh, a false conclusion. They're rushing from the undeniable truth
All right, thanks for enjoying that musical break. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here at Mutiny Radio, and I'm here with the library lady. Hi. Hi there. Welcome um, back. Belle, thanks for having me. Um, of course. Another beautiful Friday in what is now becoming our summer, I'm sure of it. And I'm hoping the weather will hold out until April Fool's Day, because April 1st, we're going to be hosting another International Poetry Month map event at the library, 3 to 5, at 300 Bartlett Street, Mission Branch Library. MAP happens the first Saturday every two months here in the Mission, Mission Arts and Performance Project, mapsf.com. Also on Facebook, if people are interested in looking for a venue, you can perform poetry, you can show art, um, somebody's looking for a piano player at their art gallery, you can perform, um, you can dance, sing, play your guitar, make faces, do the whole nine yards. People are looking for artists. There's a potluck. Monday at David Coburn's house at 7 o'clock. You can get the address at mapsf.com. Um, if I see you here next Friday at Mutiny Radio, if you'd still like to sign up for the library event, that would be great. You can also call Mission Branch Library, 355-2800. Leave your name and number, and I will get back to you. Um, thank you, Val. And that's... and um, So the... The International Poetry Month at the Mission Branch Library is part of MAP, which is Saturday, April 1st. This particular uh, installment is from 3 to 5 p.m. And so if people want to participate or sign up ahead of time, but is there an open mic portion or not in this case? Um, there may be an open mic. Uh, right now, I have a lot of people who are interested. Um, I will know next week if there's still a drop-in possibility. Um, also, I can mention that um, the art gallery that is looking for, they're looking for a pianist. They have a real piano. It's at 20th and Florida, and um, the guy running it is named Christo. I'm not sure if he's going to be at the potluck, but if you come, we can pass uh, your name to him. Well, last week, we had an amazing piano player who I bet would be available, because they have their own projects they want to do. They'll end up in, uh, in, uh, with, uh, with New Jersey. And you met him. Yes, That's right, Fred Adler. So I believe Fred Adler could be the one. That may be. I think he will be. Yeah, and but it's such a great project that people want to get involved with, the MAP, because mm -hmm. um, it happens every other month, right? Every other month. Uh, there's three or four, sometimes five Monday meetings to help plan the next event. Um, there's also a Mission Arts and Performance Project Facebook group. There is an email on the website that you can use to email um, the organizers if you're interested in being a future venue. I can also make one quickie announcement that the lady running Porch Fest, Porch Fest SF, came to the meeting. She might be at another meeting. Her name's Beth Gould. She's looking for artists. Porch Fest is a, uh, May 20th, Saturday, May 20th, 
Um, at people's houses, people's Porch porches, fence. people's backyards, people's living rooms. It's. I feel like the the email is sf porchfest at gmail.com but um, check the website for sure SF Porch Fest and I'm pretty sure you'll find the email um, but her name is Beth Gould um, Porch Fest, I don't know how they got so lucky, the weather was amazing last year and well, there were even people in the alleys around the mission and of course I have a couple of things to uh, add to this National Poetry Month April 27th is what, Val? That's going to be the 12th annual Poems Under the Dome at San so Francisco City mix. Hall. So, yeah, we certainly will be celebrating National Poetry Month in April and uh, culminating at oh, City yeah. Hall on the 27th, which is a Thursday evening starting from 530 to 8. If well, you'd I, like I to come to come down and uh, read a poem at City Hall, you're free to come and put your name in the big lucky green hat. Uh, good to announce this on St. Patrick's Day. Um, and uh, if your name gets pulled from the lucky green hat, you are very lucky, and you get to read a poem, one poem, in three minutes or less. It could be your original work. It could be an old favorite. Um, but if it is a haiku, that's that's your one poem. Um, we certainly want to get as many members of the public up there as possible. Um, also, throughout the month of April, if you want to check the website, poemdome.net, poem dome.net um, you'll see uh, well, updated to be updated shortly a list of open mics around San Francisco in different uh, poetic communities here where um, hopefully one of our representatives one of our volunteers will show up at one of the readings in April and pre-draw a name so you might just show up to your regular old um, spot that you like to go and read poetry and someone will come by and uh, draw, do a drawing from your community so that we have a, a, a group of people ready to ready to go um, on the 27th and our friends Kat and Richard will be uh, will be seeing to that that and they have on the Tuesday this Tuesday I think they have poems they have on the page off the page which is also an open mic in the Haight-Ashbury at the Haight-Ashbury Library so it's part of the mix that's right. And actually, that reminds me um, reminds of Richard sure. Richard and Kat. They also host the monthly Haight-Ashbury Peace Vigil, right. um, which is happening this evening, in the, right on the panhandle, I believe starting at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. I have to double check, but um, it happens yeah. every month and a beautiful on the day, so third I want Friday, I think. And so it's Still a beautiful day. It made me think of you. Well, shoot. Well, here I am trying to be a little less... Uh, I'm working on it. Thank you. Thanks very much. But what I want to also say, just to end this portion, Richard is here, is that, of course, the Friday before MAP, we'll be right here. And I'm going to come to the meeting Monday at David's place and let people know. And I'm sure we can get my brother as he comes in. He'll be there at the meeting. And he's already said he'll do it. Jorge Molina, who will do a blessing and a blessing to the Four Directions right here. And everybody's invited to have the Friday before the MAP we be the map, be map Friday, be map Friday. How's that? Which will also be Richard Sandrell's birthday. 
I have a good memory. I remember people's oh, birthdays. I thought I Where heard a he? bird telling me that, that last week. Well, Richard, Where is he? <laughs> I don't know. Have have seen seen anyway? I, well, Richard has some there. of the funniest was, political satire poems I've ever heard. I, I, I was born on Fool's Eve. Oh, I'm a fool. <laughs> the Eve of Fools. Hey, Val. Yes. Well, let's take a look. I think April Fool's Day, people say fools, they have an idea of fools, idiots, but fools are much more than that. And I think if we go Fools to, are pioneers. And I think if Fools we go are to, the ones who are willing to step off into the unknown. That's right. And I, I that's think me. We, that's, right. And that's all of us here, isn't it? And I think if we go to, it'd be interesting, go to Google and see what they say about the derivation, the pagan yeah. derivation of April Fool's Day. Yeah. The fool marries solidarity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to call it Ain't No Fool's Day. Okay, we're all fools. Days. But the real fools are the people who said the emperor has no clothes. That was a fool. And here we are with the fools. Here we are, Richard. So good to see you. Well, like good, to hear from me, brother. Good to be seen. Um, Keep in touch with me. There's um, probably, I, I'm always bad at uh, honking my own horns, but I'm going to start. Please. Uh, Casa Dot is going to be on April 16th. I understand that's Easter. Wow. And uh, it starts at 3, is it? I think this time it actually is from 4 to 6. 4 to 6. Uh, well, we'll be talking about it again, but uh, just mark your calendars. Oh, that's going to be a very important day. Uh, it's going to be at Adobe Books. And uh, also on the 28th of April, I'm getting a half hour at Cafe International. Look at you go. So uh, I'm inviting uh, David Erdreich uh, to play sax behind some of my stuff so we can kind of liven it up a little bit. Because it is a younger crowd, and I'm really been honored to uh, to read there as a feature. Um, not many poets get that there because mostly it's uh, musicians. Oh. But there are poets who do show up, and I'm one of them. So that will so be right be... after the show here. Is that right? Uh, Pretty well. Yeah, they they have their uh, Cafe Internationals every Friday night at 7:30. Perfect. Uh, get there before, put your name in the bucket, uh, and then that's you, you're drawn as to where you uh, where you are. It goes uh, usually from 7:30 to about 11. Uh, and there's a feature who takes up a half hour of that. So, uh, depending on where your place is, where you'll uh, you'll wind up. But it, it's uh, it's uh, a young uh, place for uh, you know to keep us off the streets uh, for poets to try out new stuff, musicians to try out their new stuff. It is a free place. Just uh, buy a coffee or you know support the establishment and. Uh, it's it's fun. Sometimes you hear some really, really, really good stuff. And it's, and it's people who come through from other parts of the world you may never see. Maybe the only time you ever see them. But you can say, wow, I saw that. And so you're going to be featuring there. Are you the feature I'm on, be featuring there on April, April 28th? 28th. It's a little ways away. But That's uh, all right. It's always good to, to build I, it up. Let's start putting it out we there. We start going and you go. And so many times, what I'm imagining, what I'm thinking, at Cabin International, which you haven't mentioned, they have couches there. They have places where you can really chill out. With your coffee, yeah. is that right? Yeah. Well, that's why it's not just yeah. here. And if nobody's ever important. been to Cafe International, please go back out there and see that mural. And it's a beautiful backstage, that mural is just back, uh, back, uh, back area. Back area in the porch. For the area. cool people to be there, yeah. self-designed, self-described, cool people can go in the back and join a lively conversation. Is mm -hmm. that right? Well, um, I, guess, I guess I'm going to start. Uh, okay, I'm talking too much. Um, well, I want to have a lively conversation. Um, 
Well, let's do the who's the lazy one uh, because of uh, uh, our, our resident rump and what he's got to say with the, uh, with the farm workers. Who's the lazy one? Hey, gringo, who's the lazy one? Alabama found out they made farm workers from our southern borders unwanted and illegal, and the workers obliged them by leaving. Alabama found out they can't survive without them. Their own citizens won't work for those lowly wages. They can't handle hard work or harsh conditions that are forced them upon farm that we force upon farm workers. They can barely lift 75-pound watermelons, let alone throw and catch them down the line and with the, through the trucks. Who's the lazy one, Gringo? In San Francisco, when walking early in the morning from one end of the, uh, uh, the mission to the other, one sees tired Latin men, most all who have indigenous blood, going to work looking tired. In the evening, when walking the opposite, you see the same men wearing their work on their clothes. Tired, they walk home to their families, having done work most white people won't do. Go to any restaurant and you will likely be staffed by Mexicanos or Central or Southern Americanos, and we call them lazy? Hey, gringo, who's the lazy one? How long would the gringo survive in the tomato fields picking fruit in 100 plus degrees without shade? And yet for all the farm worker gives us, we treat them less than subhumans. You think they should work for free just for the privilege of being an USA and serving your needs. You're the entitled ones. Hey, gringo, who's the lazy ones? Hey, gringo, who's the lazy ones? That's right. I want to know. And we're not just talking about a handful of people. No. When you're talking about this, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of people. Oh, yeah. Hundreds and, of thousands of people. Uh, and you're, when you're eating your salad, when you've got a good salad at one of those restaurants up there on, on, uh, on Valencia Street. And who gets poisoned out in the fields? The farm workers. So, right, they're on the front. They're on the front lines of agriculture. Circle. Yes, that's and, it. And and uh, I don't know if you mentioned it. I was out there setting up a microphone, but um, coming up on May first, May Day, of course, a, a traditionally a day of union action, um, but that's also slated to be a national day of action called a day without an immigrant, yeah. where immigrants yeah. don't go to work, and you'll yeah. see how much your life is affected well, by. Yeah. The that's absence why, that's why of immigrants, I wrote that, right? That piece because uh, it was year before last or last year when Alabama did that. So they didn't have anybody to pick their food. So that is the warning that you get if you're going to do this. That's what's going to happen. And we're going to have a May Day parade, so a May Day festival, a May Day action. Call it what you will, because they're all going to come. It's going to be amazing. Well, everywhere I go, I hear about May Day. Everywhere I go, I made May Day, and I imagine it's going to be beyond. Like it was like the like the women's march. We talk about a woman's march, but unless you were there, you didn't realize how amazing it was. Yeah. There's something happening here. Uh, I use that line, you don't, know what it, you don't know what it is, do you, Mr. Jones? But May Day is going to be amazing. I played that for my uh, uh, executive officer when I was in the Navy cutting hair. And I had a little phonograph. I wrote a piece about it. And uh, I put my Dylan album on Something's happening here, you and don't you don't know, know what, what it is. And Mr. Jo and Mr. Jones, like, I, sometimes I get the impression you don't like me very much. <laughs> but we just want you to get a clue. Yeah. You know, you know, the people have a clue. People are on the move. I mean, you and I, your birthday, I'm 79. I got you beat by a number of years, I wanted to ask you. But we've seen, 
We've seen the ups and the downs of this. You wear a button that says uh, Veterans for Peace. It goes all the way back to the 60s. Doesn't it go all the way back to the time you got out? Yeah. And you remember... Veterans Against the War. And you remember uh, the Vietnam VVAW, Vietnam Vets Against the War. Still, when I see somebody from Iraqi Vets Against the War, I would even say, oh, VVAW. And it's, uh, all I have to do is say it's happening again. And what we're doing here... What we're doing here, what we're doing here on Mutiny Radio, is being not the voice of, but certainly the voice of these changes. One that people are welcome to participate in, and which is going to be growing as we so stick around, brother. Well, I'm stick around. Try. Um, I'm trying to work on. If I have some things that I need to work on, I'll be working on them. Well, I'm sorry. it is the fiftieth. So uh, last week I read. Uh, uh, my 50th uh, anniversary of coming back from Vietnam and it was in March uh, around the Ides of March that I came up here to San Francisco and Yards and uh, so I call this the uh, Spring of Love Part 1 Wow what year was this again was this 67 yeah okay so it's 50 years, 50 years ago uh, 50 I got years, it uh, I got it wow I finally experienced was experiencing San Francisco all right, Spring of Love, Part 1. Toward the Ides of March, we begin heading north to San Francisco to Hunter's Point shipyards in the Spring of Love. We entered Golden Gate under the bridge revealing San Francisco's skyline of 67. After docking, most of us head for shore leave. The place most land is the Greyhound bus station to change from oh, uniform to civilian wow, clothes. I remember. This is the bus station that has a sign outside that advertises terminal lunch. Wow, this bus I remember. station is at 7th and Mission downtown before BART. Downtown looks different from today. USO is on market, not a place I hung out. I made my way <clears throat> finally to the hate. Wow. This is my first look. It's a place far from perfect, but it felt like rebellion telling to the powers to go fuck themselves, their war, and their lame points of view of how humans should act, live. Time to take to the streets, dance in rebellion, so it felt. Maybe it was, but it didn't feel quite right. There were those on the sidewalks in awe or protest. Jews for Jesus proselytizing saw the streets filled with heathens, their worst fears. Right-wingers wanted everyone arrested they believed that were breaking Usa's laws, felt that they were losing control. What they, th what they think they were in control of in the end, who knows what. They still believe the big lies, the myths of Usa. They're lied to, but they'd rather believe the lie than the truth about their empire. Marijuana smell the odor of the day, and no one is really in control except the cops, and at times, that was in doubt. There are, there are signs of disasters ahead, but for now, I'd rather be here. I was on shore leave almost daily, events happening daily. The airplane, dead, playing the panhandle, heard all the way to Buena Vista Park. Many stoned on acid, but I hadn't yet tried. This is when I meet a young woman they called a hippie chick. After a short conversation, she asked me to go up to her pad and would I like to shoot up some Novocaine? Oh, no. Yes, Novocaine. Oh, okay. Just what, I, just what I want is to feel like an asleep, numb tongue. Oh, I gotta remember I that. Passed, I, passed, I passed on, not out. Part two later. <laughs> the... Wow. Well, you take me right back. I was there. We might have had conversation. Yeah. Because I made it my point 
There was a lot of a lot of people who got out. There were AWOLs. There was the, the, the deserters. AWOLs absolutely not leave. People were supposed to be drafted. So I'd rather be in the hate. And I made one of my roles there was to talk to as many as possible people like you, so we could very easily have had conversation back then on that streets that some well, called love, others called uh, hate streets. In part two uh, is where I found out. Uh, uh, I have to go look back at exact date when the first uh, anti-war uh, rally in Kizar. It was in 67, I think it was in March. I'm going to have to look back and see if the, the actual day was there because uh, one of the guys off the ship went there in uniform, and I didn't know him, and I wished I had of because I probably would have been standing next to him. So it took me a little longer, and you'll hear the story of how I eventually got well, out. Well, we had a whole series, of course, it was escalating. March as, as, as more and more people move from simply being hippies, stoned, to being understand that there's a war going on and we better be part of it. And the war came right home. And so the hate, I was in the midst of it at that time. We may have talked, became a network. A little as this was happening, was becoming a network of collectives, of communes, of uh, various political fronts. Uh, for instance, the Weather Underground, uh, Above Ground uh, group called Prairie Fire. Uh, and the prairie fire that came from Mao. Mao was riding high then. With thoughts and words of Chairman Mao, was a single spark shall start a prairie fire. And the folks up in the heat were more and more thinking, we are that prairie fire. It's going to start right here. Do you remember when Macy's embraced Mao? Well, they, they, got the red, they got the Red Star. They started the Red Star then. And they, they, had, they were selling, because I knew some women who lived uh, uh, around the corner from me, they were selling Mao buttons. I've still got some. And they were selling them to Macy's, and Macy's was selling Mao hats. Uh, that was when uh, Nixon went, I think, to... Uh, well, they're always uh, trying to, of course, uh, take over. But yeah. we were, that's the Chairman Mao, the idea of starting a collective, uh, based on my had things like criticism, self-criticism sessions, where people had a chance to go at one another it was it, it was a mixed bag, but I was definitely in the midst of it, yeah. and we did feel. Uh, with the other, and we, we also felt with the weather underground for a while that we were going to enter a period of prolonged urban guerrilla warfare. Well, none of that happened, but here we are in 2017, and I think we've learned a lot. And we have learned, I think, for me, for one thing, that peace is the way, and that we're going to, we're going to, that mayday that's coming, but it's not going to be war on the street, but it's going to be amazing, and it's going to be another level up of amazing marches, gatherings, and right here, what we're doing, Richard, I'm glad you're part of it. Welcome aboard. Well, I'm I don't just think we can this really short one uh, we'll because on guys, uh, it's have... just been uh, really uh, appropriate lately. And it's called Me. Okay. USA. Me, 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 Not us. USA. Hey, we got these guys. And those. So appropriate. It's about us. Triggered power, triggered heart. And they're having a, and, a, and these guys are here to play. Grabbing a coffee, enjoy the performance. Thanks for the coffee. And these are, uh, these guys, trigger heart, are you ready, trigger heart? All right, they're just warming up. I don't, I don't know if they can quite hear us out there. Uh, they're warming up right now. Just give them, give them a wave and then I'll start talking to them. <laughs> Hey guys. So, Richard, can you hear me that flyer? Check, mic check. Yeah, that flyer. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to do a little 
gonna do a little mic check here for our band. Make sure my headset's working. There we go. All right, there we go. So let's do a little mic check. Uh, check one, check one. Sounds good. All right, and I've got your guitar down there too. All righty, and I've got a solid bass coming out of that amp. Right on. Wow. And last but not least, a few little notes from that beautiful rose co- painted guitar. Very cool. All right. Nice. So welcome to the Common Thread Collective, you guys. So tell us about your band, Triggered Heart. We're Triggered Heart. I'm Falco. Vocals and guitar. We have as the bass player. My name is the Prodigy. The Prodigy is my name. I play the bass. And I'm Dave. Uh, Thumper. I'm the drummer, but I'm guitar today. Yeah, so nice. We'll, so Versatile. Is, uh, you know, together we're, we're trying to save the world from watered down music yeah. with, a freedom of, with freedom of expression and, of course, playing with passion. Right on. Well, you've come to the right place here at Mutiny Radio. And, uh, yeah, I know you guys are going to play us a couple songs. Why don't you uh, play us a couple songs, and then we'll talk about the show that you have coming up. Absolutely. Let's do it. Right on. All right. Rock on. Triggered Heart. So this song here is called uh, Turn Off the Lights. Turn off the lights 
Turn off the lights Turn off the lights Let me close my eyes Right on, you guys. Thank you, man. That's punk rock acoustic style, except for the bass, of course. <laughs> Turn off the lights. Right on. All right, cool. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, give us a couple more songs. Some more songs, all right. This next one is called Lost Love. We dedicate this song to all the loved ones we lost. have a show coming up on april 1st right we have april 1st and uh tomorrow oh. saturday we got we got a uh, the event before that one right there at the store club uh it's being hosted by the store club for a post part a post uh saint patrick's day party it's uh you know put together by uh rob adam jackson with ripstar you know uh, ceo of ripstar and it's being hosted by store club in oakland 2330 telegraph avenue oh, doors open at five you know party starts you know, round six or so. Right on. You know, we're going to be there. All our friends are going to be there. Hopefully you'll get to be there. And that's tomorrow, the 18th. That's that's tomorrow, at the, the 18th, yes. Right on, at the Stork Club. 
And then you've got another one on Saturday the 1st. Saturday the 1st, April 1st. That's right. Uh, That'll be in uh, Fremont, uh, Slap Face Coffee and Tea. Right on. Check them out. They got a funny video of their, uh, you know, of what they're about. And uh, yeah, check, come check us out. You know, it's going to be a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool show. So what are you guys about? Where do you, you come from? Did you find your well, way down here? I heard you mention Rob Jackson. Is he uh, the, 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 uh, the, the dude who uh, said, go on down to Mutiny Radio? Or? That's the dude who said, hey, you know what? I'm also associated with so-and-so. He's a great guy, Diamond Dave, and, you know, talking about the underground kind of thing. I said, hey, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And he goes, all right, give me the address. Let me know when you're ready to go. I'm like, all right, give him a call. And I was like, hey. It's pretty cool. Great. Coming on down, right on. Yeah. Now here you are. The last great um, punk rock upsurge that I was part of and participated in was, of course, in the 80s. And I'm just thinking of you guys coming from Fremont, from Vallejo, from kind of the suburbs, uh, getting together, finding this music you call punk rock, and then coming back to the city. You're right here at the at Mutiny Radio. And I, I love the idea of the city kind of suburban connection and a new absur- upsurge of independent revolutionary, radical music. That's what we call punk rock then. Is that what you call punk rock now? It's punk rock now is, uh, I mean, to us, it's still about, you know, you know, being able to play whatever you want. You know, punk rock is more about, well, to us anyways, is, you know, you, as long as you play with passion. You know, playing with passion is like, is also like a slang for freedom of expression. You know, you can talk about love, talk about politics, you can talk about anything, you know, as long as, as long as you have that punk element in there where you do it the way you want, who cares what everybody else thinks? Well, I wish you the camera because you got the looks for it. Yeah, well, you got the attitude for it. As far as, as and far I as think punk you're here at the right time. From, yeah, yeah, and welcome to the mix. <laughs> yeah, we're we're trying to we're trying to do a vintage twist with a little future modern kind of thing. So you know we're yeah. we're heroes. We're heroes for the children out there too. <laughs> right on. Freedom of expression. That's certainly what we're about here at Mutiny Radio. Um, so we're happy that you guys made it down today. Cool. And um, we got another another tune you want to put out there. Yeah, we, we got we got another tune here. All right. All right, this next one is uh this next one is called Invagler. I've seen your face many times before causing wars, ignoring the poor, the way you are treat my kind so unkind no one is blind to the fact that we all bleed the same breathe the same or is this just a game no down cause I'm not backing down you won't bring us down cause I'm not backing down I 
could you sleep at night when you know you have deprived a people of their God-given right to live a pious, righteous life? And sure we all bleed the same, breathe the same, but when did this become a game? And I know that we all breathe the same, it's a shame how you play this game. Yeah! guys triggered heart right on and so you've got a facebook page i see on your flyer her triggered heart one triggered heart one yes. triggered heart one somebody else took the triggered hearts so we had to go with the next best thing yeah well great minds think alike i suppose right <laughs> i'm so glad you guys came down today great knowledge to discover themselves at craigslist is indeed amazing and uh, get a little closer dave it's great minds that found themselves on Facebook and pulled together and become a community. I see you spend a lot of time, you guys, together, don't you? Yeah. Playing music and working out these songs. We've been working on these songs for, I mean, a little over a year now. Wow. And, uh, you know, coming up uh, towards the end of summer, uh, at the end of July, at the end of July uh, this year, we're coming out with our first, uh, first album. And we've got a release coming out. So make sure to you know check us out on uh, Facebook for further information on that. And you know, we're really excited. We hope everyone likes our sound. And uh, well, I feel your dedication and determination. Right Once you dedicate and determine to do one more song, and none other, Jennifer. Jennifer, so good to see you. What a great thing, Jennifer Brown and Windsong. Oh yeah, my goodness. I know. So cool. Yeah. If you guys want to take yeah. us out with one more, give, give yeah. us your take it out song. Good. Sum it all up. And kick our ass. Let's kick some ass together. <laughs> Alright, this next one is called uh, Not a Hero You said I'd be your superhero You said I'd be your number one You said I'd be like Superman Fighting crime with one hand tied behind my back But I know Things aren't always seem to go
Right on, Triggered Heart. Thanks for coming down and doing a semi-acoustic punk rock set. I know it's a... <laughs> it's a little bit different. Right? It is. But you guys are always welcome here. Um, and like you said, if you're releasing an album, putting something together this summer, come on back and uh, drop it on Mutiny Radio if Absolutely. you'd like. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Right on, you guys. Really nice to meet you. Cool. Hang on. As Dave says, hang in, hang out. And hang uh, do what you got to do. And one of the great things we and do then, is about this... I realize this each and every Friday. If you miss one Friday, well, we're always going to have a next Friday. And, we, and you can get all our podcasts. Uh, how many years of podcasts are now? We've got years of podcasts, years on, of podcasts. on mutinyradio.fm. And what's great is that right after the show, right at about the 6 o'clock hour, or a few minutes thereafter, uh, today's podcast will automatically upload. So you'll be able to uh, listen or download it or share it whatever you want to do it's all free and uh, we're happy we can be here at mutiny radio and you know this is a good time to thank um dave sponsors the, our friends over at the organic valley family of farms going all the way up to uh uh the 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 sea level we're talking about the ceo uh your friend there george seaman and jerome and Teresa and um and they've just been so wonderful in not only supporting us here on Common Thread Collective so that we can do what we do um, and build community here, but also just what the Organic Valley is, uh, Family of Farms is doing by um, following this collective model and becoming such a successful business and uh, all of the donations that they give to disaster relief and have been sending to Standing Rock in North Dakota, of course, and... Um, just a really, 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 like, it's such a, a model for the future. Like, if we're going to have, like, corporations, it's going to be have to be, like, collectively owned, family-run, uh, you know, collectives that, that do good work and and uh, bring success to the people who are part of it. So, take a look, you go to your organic, you go to Rainbow Grocery, and you'll see there in the milk and cheese, uh, Organic Valley, milk and, and organic valley cheese and uh, organic valley butter have you seen that and they're everywhere <laughs> and they, 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 they use whatever they had to do good work they're in Lafarge, Wisconsin I went to visit them and they're regular people but they have a vision of being this family of farms doing this really good organic work and they definitely like in fact they got a truck a truck to take stuff down to Katrina. A truck like all painted really well to take it to uh, to take it to Louisiana after the flood, to take it to New Jersey after uh, to take it to wherever it's needed. And on their truck it had big letters: "Don't panic, keep it organic." <laughs> yes. And, they, and they, who did they get it from? <laughs> right here. Where'd they get uh, that one? Diamond Dave. <laughs> Famous line. <laughs> That's right. Even our friend Rainbow painted a picture up there as cast a wide net, find the common thread. Yeah. Don't panic. Well, mostly keep it organic. Well, <laughs> Jennifer Barone is Jennifer, here. Hi, guys. 
Hello. Hey, Jennifer. Yeah. And you better, Grand you matroness of the word party. <laughs> I got, yeah, we have a lot of events uh, also the, coming up this well, month. Well, let's say you're here to tell us word party, of course. Yes, this back, Tuesday. The idea of Thanks because you're live and so you're going to have music and jazz, poetry yeah. and jazz. Yes, anyone and, can come read with a live jazz band behind them. And they're so good. And it takes me so far back. But because the first one was, was this, I don't know if you ever saw the records that came out of the, the jazz workshop or the underground, jazz underground, Kenneth Patchett. Nice. And music, Lawrence Ferlinghetti and jazz. Nice. Um, and the whole series of it. Cause was Ruth a, Weiss there? Was Ruth, Ruth Weiss, and of course she's one of the OGs. Yes. A sister, you find her in that book called Women of the Beat Generation. Yeah, one of the originators of poetry and jazz in the underground basements. <laughs> yeah, and wow. and there was um, my head. was it a poet uh, Phyllis Holiday? Yeah, who comes to the word party sometimes? Um, she read a Ruth Weiss poem last <laughs> word party. Yeah, oh. Ruth and I've had Ruth over my house, and she's told me like a lot of stories about the beginnings of that. And uh, a lot of the beat generation poets. She she doesn't get as much notoriety for some strange reason, but Ruth actually was one of the originators who started it with the jazz, reading the poetry of jazz. And she also travels out to Germany and has her stuff uh, translated in Europe. And yeah, she needs more notoriety. Ruth Weiss, people, look it up. Yeah, <laughs> because now she lives all kind of off the grid, doesn't she? Yeah, not too far. I think she's in Mendocino. I mean, she comes into the city. In Mendocino. She always yeah. gives me a voicemail, a call, which is like so rad. I'm like, I'm getting a phone call from Ruth Weiss right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, woo! It's like a famous person calling well, me. Well, if you will, <laughs> next time she calls, yes. Why well, the next time you do this, yeah, I'd like. Well, I love you to bring her. Oh yeah. Yourself uh, right here. And be her around the planet. I'm sure she would, uh, she would uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, she usually calls me when she's uh, coming in for a gig. So well, if it's around the, this time, maybe we can get her to come here on the radio. And it That'd would be, be great awesome. to get her to be part of MAP, the Mission Art and Performance Project, which yeah. is going to be on the, around the fr- which is going to be on the first. I love the MAP. Saturday. Well, I actually do that when I because I teach uh, English as a second language, and once in a while I get to break out of the curriculum and I do um, a North Beach poetry workshop. Hello, I live in North I Beach. I know. <laughs> I know. It only Why doesn't once anyone in a call while. me when people are in North Beach? <laughs> call me. I'm usually like leading like a group of 30 like international students, like oh, trying to get them to do things, you know. But um, <laughs> but but in the leading up to it, we um, I d- kind of developed this this class with uh, another teacher, and so we we start out with some rhyming, you know, with like simple stuff, like a little bit of uh, Robert Frost, nice. you know, like the snow and the crow and the, all that, and then um, but then. I, I trans, transition and like give them this re- homework to read about the beats and nice. um, so I, I, I always teach them a Ruth Weiss poem nice. and we do a fireworks and then we we like read it and like interpret it it's not very long and then the, and then we listen to her doing it and so do you take them to the beat museum in d- North Beach I don't take them to, I haven't taken them to the beat museum but I take them to Jack Kerouac Alley okay, cool. and then I take them to City Lights Books oh great and then we go to that um, I always forget the name of that display right on the corner of Broadway with all the books that are flying like yeah. birds mm-hmm. because they've you know kind of dropped words onto the sidewalk yeah. so it's kind of for them it's like building vocabulary and learning wow. stuff and discussing it and then I take them to Washington Square Park and I'm like alright go write a poem nice. <laughs> 
That sounds so amazing. I want to yeah. go on this and take, take part of this class. Yeah, I you should come. I'll call you I next time. I would totally love I it. I promise. It's all part of what we do in a way. Because <laughs> put it out there and they can be heard. If, if, we, if we include uh, Mutiny Radio, uh, well, Common Thread Collective, they can be heard doing their poetry from all over the world. Because all they have to do is uh, their relatives, their moms or dads, whoever can go online and hear them. Isn't that's, that right? That's true. That's true. Well, yeah. Let's do it. Some Why of them not? are kind of shy, but yeah. I'll encourage them. Well, we Further. can help them with their shyness. That's important. <laughs> what better way to lose your shyness than right here where we have this cast of characters? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, and man. I didn't know you were in North Beach. Yeah. Like, I have a new friend. I live right up from the Cafe Trias. Okay, well, we're going to I'm at ground zero for the there. beat poets. Because <laughs> I was there in 1957, you know. Yeah. My, my hate street was, was Grant Avenue. Mm. That was our stroll yes. from the place down That's to the bagel shop. So the bagel <laughs> shop, all gone now. The place, the bagel shop. I think I might have plaques. And then there's that steps. When you pass by the place, where, you know the, the steps shop. going up on Green Street? Yes. Well, that's now it says the Poetry Corner on it. Yes, I love that. But that's I think it's on Union uh, Union and Grant or right Filbert and Grant, on one of those. Yes. Filbert and, uh, and Grant. Where that's where we used to be. That's where we'd come and drink wine. Spoiler, all they drinking wine. That's where <laughs> we could smoke our dope at a time that it was grossly illegal. That's where, that's, now they, that's where Bob Kaufman used to hang out. <laughs> yep. And where we all hung out. And now it's called the Poets' Corner. Yeah, it's beautiful. So we're going to go so sit cool. there. I have a friend. In fact, I'm going to say it right now. Annie, who, who somehow found me and said, I have, a, oh, I found you in this Bob Dylan biography. I'm taking this course called From, uh, from Walden to Woodstock. And uh, we're reading Dylan, Dylan, and I see you there, and I'd like to be your friend. And I said, and, and she goes to where? She goes to Brown University. And really, right, so we talk, uh, we talk a lot, maybe a couple hours a day. We talk freely, but she'll be coming here in May, and I promise you, take her on that walk. Great. You'll be part of it in North Beach in the Hate, because she's vitally interested in all this history. Absolutely. From Walden. Walden to, to Woodstock. Very cool. Living and Brown, Brown is a pretty good school, too. And not only that, she's been accepted to Oxford as part of this Oxford thing with Brown. Accepted to Oxford, but she's going to spend the summer right here in San Francisco. So expect her sitting on a chair. Nice. Expect her sitting at Annie. We got, we got it all because she really wants to do all of this stuff. And she's looking for me. I want to be your friend. And that all came because she saw that I was, that she, cause I came up in a Bob Dylan book. Nice. 1961. Nice. I was, in a, I was in a bookstore just the, um, two days ago and I saw a Bob Dylan book there and I, I didn't really have like time. A big fat one that yeah. just came out of all of his lyrics and all of his. Oh, uh, that must be what it mm-hmm. is. Yeah, Caravita saw it in the window of Bird and Beckett and Sal got it for her. How <laughs> nice. She brought it over. It's a big well, Bible of his lyrics. Yeah, amazing. It all started the my Nobel couch. Prize winner. Yeah, he poetry. wrote a lot of songs. You know, when she started reading that, I didn't realize that he wrote like mm-hmm. other people sang. And I was like, oh wow. Yeah, so oh, amazing. Well, well there's a time prolific, when she could just, really. just bring them out every day, more yeah. songs. Yeah, he's got and, a book this thick of lyrics. And it's so amazing. <laughs> I mean, you know, but that's in the 60s mm. and 70s mm-hmm. when we were out and about, when you could be out and about. And that's why I stayed out and about. And he had, and he, you know, in fact, there's a biography. If you go to Bob Dylan, Dave Whitaker, can I say this? Um, you'll find it uh, from the Bob Dylan um, Encyclopedia, Dave Whitaker. And there it, say, it ends by saying, who's to say who's better off? 
Bob Dylan, after this long article about our relationship, uh, but Dylan and I are better off. Bob Dylan, for all of his millions, surrounded by security guards, security guards, his own band not even able to talk to him. Or Diamond Dave Whitaker, still freewheeling, freestyling, and free-flowing. And talking to everyone who walks Black by. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows everyone. It's true. Yeah. The, one of my favorite things to do with, with Dave is because since, you know, we, we get together and organize poems under the dome with, with EK. And we, yes, which is coming up. Coming, coming up, up, April 27th. Yeah. So one of my favorite things to do is to walk around City Hall with Diamond Dave. I mean, inside City yeah. Hall and walking around and, and literally just opening the doors to all of the <laughs> supervisors' offices and just saying, hey, and like, talking to all the interns and you know people initially kind of look at us like who are you <laughs> and then dave you know finds a way to connect and we're like here's a poster tell your supervisor that we came to say hi it's awesome it's a lot of fun well in fact when uh well you know, i live in one of those collectives one of those collectives where that uh, really i came under scrutiny after this terrible stuff that happened to the ghost fire 37 dead yeah and the uh, soon-to-be supervisor uh, Hillary Ronan was right there and came along with us on the inspection and an inspection and it's, uh, whatever she could do to support us and other uh, other uh, collectives to emerge and there was some illegality because we do represent affordable housing and certainly in District 9 in San Francisco. So they're working with it and we're, we're working with it. We just have to find that common thread and know what's going on and realize we're all fellow human beings. Isn't that right? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, anyway, I'm talking way too much. I know yeah. we we've been <laughs> stretching stretching our minds minds legs over here. Yeah, we can just talk forever. We got so much <laughs> going on. So so first we were talking about how the word party. Oh yeah, yeah. I wanted to and make some announcements. Yeah, if announcements. I can. Um, so this Tuesday at the word party, uh, poetry and jazz open mics. You can come read with a live jazz band at seven o'clock. Uh, over at um, six forty-five, if you want to sign up, open for poetry poets only but it's at the really wonderful piano fight uh, 144 Taylor at the corner uh, between Turk and Eddie and we have the amazing Jenny Lim is going to be our feature for National Women's oh, History Jenny Month Lim. and Jenny Lim is the current SF Jazz Poet Laureate and she's really well known for performing with some incredible jazz musicians she's uh, performed with some famous jazz musicians actually um, but most times I've seen her she's performed with jazz so she's going to rock the house on Tuesday ah. come see her and come read with her and me um and then she's also invited, I feel very honored to be part of it. Um, she's invited myself uh, and Daniel Hefez, who's a tenor saxophone player, to be part of the San Francisco Jazz and Poetry Festival, which will be happening at SF Jazz. And so we are going to be there on Friday, April 7th at 8 o'clock with performing with Rico Pabon, Mo Sati, Claude, and Claude Palmer. Um, so it'll be a host of poets who perform with music and jazz and other kind of work world instruments so it should be a really amazing night friday april 7th at sf jazz come see us there um, and then because this is national women's history month as uh, val's been highlighting on her women's magazine show um we are we put together uh ingrid Kier from feather press who's starting a new women's uh 
Poetry Press and also hosting events uh, and creating community around that, trying to get women, more women published, whether it's with Feather Press or other places. We've put together uh, a reading of some really hot up-and-coming women writers, um, which will be tomorrow night, Saturday, March 18th at 7 o'clock at Alley Cat Books and it's going to feature um, Cassandra Dollett and oh, Christine yeah. No, oh, Jenny wow. Darden, me, Jennifer Barone, M.K. Chavez, Ploy Pirapokin, and Ray Libretto and there will be some music by Azua who's going to be there playing guitar. So and that's tomorrow night? Tomorrow night at well, uh, Alley Cat Books. <laughs> Dave's dancing. <laughs> you can't yeah, tell because it's out. the radio but Dave's do- literally just pumping his arms and and jumped out out of his, yeah. out of his seat. Yeah. Well, you know, the line that came to me. <laughs> it's going to be a so, lineup of some incredible women writers. The, the line, <laughs> and the line that came to me tomorrow night, it came to me several years ago, I see more and more true. I came out of the rainbow gathering way up high in Utah, and I looked around and things were going so well. How is this happening? And then I began to realize what's happening. And these are the words that came to me. Goddesses galore, hmm. sisters glorious. That's goddesses galore, sisters glorious. And then I came down and I sat there and I came down and I realized I've been making this everywhere. Women are stepping up. Yes. Women are stepping up in almost every field. Isn't that right? Yes, and I think and in response together. to the political climate, we need to you know, get together and raise each other up. And so we're trying to do that. We're also trying to get together like women who submit parties and so that we can try to level the playing field and get more women published and be there as support uh, for each other. So if no one else is going to do it, we got to do it ourselves. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hell. So. And that's exactly what that still is about. That's right. She's that sister. So yeah. Good. So tomorrow night at Alley Cat. Yes. I, I, I won't Tuesday miss night at uh, Piano Fight, Word piano Party. Fight. And oh. April 7th, Friday, April 7th, that SF Jazz is going to be hot. Uh, That's super cool. Is that all good things? The SF Jazz is the sort of like the Carnegie Hall of Jazz in our city. Uh, It is on Franklin Street, right in Hayes Valley, right across from the Symphony. So you know you have the Symphony and you have the ballet, and then you got SF Jazz Center, which is all the you know top-notch performers. I feel very nervous about performing there because you have like the greats of jazz. But you're such a you're (laughs) such a pro, Jennifer. You've been doing the jazz with poetry with jazz for yeah. a, you know many years now uh, yes I, 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 but it's like it's like the mecca for jazz so you know yeah. you gotta get you gotta bring your a game so i'm getting my a game ready <laughs> I, I don't doubt that for a moment i feel like you're always on your a game Give us some poetry okay and, uh, we can talk a lot about it but let's hear it okay yeah Hell yeah I don't know what I'm going to read tomorrow night. I have, so this reading tomorrow night at Alley Cat is really all the women are going to bring a woman that has inspired her work. So it could be any kind of female artist. Oh, um, for cool. me, it's always been Frida Kahlo. Um, because I went to art school and really studied art. Um, but another uh, female artist that's been on my mind, because I'm Italian, uh, is Anna Magnani. And she just had like a film festival a few months ago and a lot of black and white, very intense Italian films. Like she's always crying and screaming and really <laughs> like brooding. Uh, she's pretty, m- uh, she's called La Lupa. That's like her nickname, which is the she wolf. Yeah, the, the wolf. Yeah, she wolf. So I got a poem about Anna Magnani. <laughs> And if you don't know her, look her up. Maybe look her up on YouTube. I see a video of her, especially. (laughs) Anna Magnani. 
A she-wolf from a gilded frame, Anna Magnani stares at me from above the sink at Da Flora. La Lupa's eyes burning hot lava, as if there were a full moon and I were her prey. I see my future self in her, dark circles and bags around the eyes as if she were up all night howling in heat or despair. Anna stalks in and out in black and white, at odds with our plastic world. In technicolor, she would still look gray, throwing her hands out, growling, give me the life of the streets where I grew up, the hot asphalt of Brooklyn, in alleys, riding between graffitied train cars, jumping through dirty puddles of snow where old lovers from Naples preferred to stay among the real people. Our daily suffering of scattered breadcrumbs and rags hanging like dead bodies from balconies. A city built beneath a city. A heart buried inside a caged chest. Only exists to be broken open, pulled apart in pieces, fall apart like the ruins once burned to cinders. They cart away our heads, frazzled like Anna's hair, going off, flaming sparks in loose directions, clairvoyant follicles that reach toward heaven from this basso life difficile, cracked like the black San Pietrini, passing eyes made of fractured obsidian that we can never enter, but yet they penetrate us. This temporary life that's fluid and translucent, that carries worlds beyond what our eyes can see. We serve them on a platter like Santa Lucia's blind sacrifice. We shout on the central stage of the piazza that those who have nothing always believe. It is not frivolity but necessity to live cradled in faith with the unseen or descend into the catacombs with buckets of bones, sitting forever in the dust among the stubborn saints whose blood attempts to liquefy. We walk among the dead in festival parades. We hammer ex photos to wooden saints. We drink holy water and we bless ourselves because no one else can and no one else will. Anna, whose landscaped face carved by stained canals of mascara tears, cut the path of least resistance. It's with the hands that we communicate, the hands twisted like olive branches reaching for peace of mind, often fold in prayer. It's with the touch of a hand, the dark fissure hidden among fig leaves, between the thighs where all of life emerges, the she-wolf that sometimes cries alone. Oh, Jennifer oh Barone. That's amazing. That was an amazing piece. Oh, good. Maybe I'll read it tomorrow. You give me confidence. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I mean, that's the that's the theme, right, of the show is to ha- have yeah. the women come. Pay and- homage to female in, um, inspiration that we've had. As I mean, as it was hard for me to think about because I've had so many because I've actively sought them out in my life, like studying art. Um, practicing poetry since I was very young. I was always looking for women to emulate, women who've paved the way, women who could um, be mentors for me. But it's always been difficult, especially with fine art. You know, if you ask the average person to name five female or famous artists, it's very challenging. <laughs> the average person. If they've studied art, it's a little easier. But now, you know, now I <laughs> that this is a new time. Yes. And if we put, keep those words, goddesses galore, sisters glorious. Yes. That's what I see. But in fact, here's our sister. Wind song. 
Oh, yeah. Um, wait, but I was going to ask a question, though. Sure, please. So Sorry. her name is Anna Mag... Anna Magnani. Um, she's um, from Italy and in a lot of Italian language films. She There was a big film festival of all of her films recently, about a few months ago. There was maybe two of them. Is she a living artist? I don't know if she's still alive. Because if so, you should send her that poem. Don't <laughs> think so. Find her and send that poem. It was very much in the 60s when she emerged. You know Anna Magnus. Of course I do. She emerged and was a... About the middle 60s so. and so on. And really took the idea of femininity, took it really higher. At first he played a role of a peasant, of an earthly person, very yeah. earthly, the real deal. Anna Magana, she stood out. What Greta Garbo was for the 30s, Anna Magana was for the 60s and still is, I'd say. And if you say an inspirer, she must be in that book of yours about women. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking on Wikipedia. She died in 1973, so two mm. years before I was born. So who knows? Maybe yeah. I I am um, reincarnated as Anna Magna. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you may be. You got a little bit of her, of her stardust you know, I look on your way in. I look a little bit like her. Like, look at her picture. Yeah. Oh, Let's dedicate. Tell people some of the some of the films that she was in. They were dynamite films. Yeah, I mean, and she yeah. she her, one of her most famous ones was uh, she won an Academy Award actually for Best Actress in The Rose Tattoo. Mm, uh, okay. Which pretty inten- intense film. Um, you well, know, she's been wrote? in a lot of Roberto Roberto Rossellini uh, films. Rome, Open City. So she's, yeah, Roberto Rossellini, some of his most famous films. Bellissima, Mama Roma, that was like another big one of hers. Um, The Fugitive Kind, L'Amore. Yeah, so oh she's been in some heavy hitters. I think she was uh, she was married to him at one point, I do believe, and uh, but he had cheated on her with Ingrid Bergman when she was in when they were filming that movie. Um, oh Stromboli, which I recently saw, and that's that movie is quite amazing. Stromboli, almost feminist, also in its like theme, even though it's black and white, really old movie. Fascinating. <laughs> you are fascinating as well, Jennifer Barone. I never know where you're coming, going to like ju- take us next, but it's always like a poetic or a historic, uh, artistic journey. Yeah, and I feel happy now. I could call upon many, many like women mentors in my life. So it's getting easier, which makes me happier as I get get older. Well, There's uh, more up and coming uh, women writers, women artists, and it's it's exciting times. Well, as a 79 year old dude with a lot of water under the bridge, I'm uh, you got my I got your back in every way. Yes. <laughs> but I got your back. I'm staying first. <laughs> Back in the days of the Riot Girls. The was, Riot uh, Girls! Yeah, the Riot Girls. Back then, I'm talking about... Uh, yes. I'm talking about uh, Bikini Kill. Bikini uh, Kill, you know them! Yes! Well, <laughs> well, they came out of the Riot Girl Manifesto, right? Yes. And then they say, Smash Patriarchy. Yeah, smash that patriarchy. Fierce patriarchy. I used to have a zine called Fierce Vagina, so I was a riot girl. <laughs> <laughs> I not. gave it to Patty Smith. I went to see well, Patty Smith released her book, The Early Work, in like uh, the West Village, and I went to a reading there, and I she actually read from my book like as part of the read. She what? just borrowed it from yeah. me because I was in the front row, and then I handed her later. I said, "I love you. I love your work, Patty Smith." And then I gave her a copy of Fierce Vagina, which was like a like a photocopy, like put together thing of poetry. Oh, sure. 
perfect. That's what it. That's, that's it. Well, she, she was at. Uh, she was here at. Um, Patty Smith was here for Hardly Strictly Bluegrass uh, a couple of years ago. I yes. saw it too. And then at the end of her song, she she spelled out Pussy Riot because yeah. it was right after the whole Pussy Riot oh, thing right. happened in Russia. Yeah. So now we got so. Pussy Riot back on the scene. Pussy Riot's back on the scene, aren't Huge. they? So we have Patty Smith, mm-hmm. Pussy Riot, Anna Magana, Goddesses Galore, Sisters Glorious. <laughs> so amazing. And now we got uh, none other than the wind song, and she's got a special song she's going to do for us. Wind song. Oh, lovely. Oh.
fuerzas de la paz crezcan siempre siempre más que reine la paz y acaben las fronteras song that was I know that was so beautiful spirit of peace that's a, a, a blessing dance it's it's from a long time ago it's one of the dances of universal peace and it started in Russia and it remind what you're just talking about reminded me of that and the 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 refrain the mir miru mir in Russian it's earth peace, earth, or peace, earth, peace, because they're the same word. They're both mir. And miru is like two. Ru is like two. So it's like earth to peace to earth, peace. Um, mir, miru, mir. And that song's traveled um, down central and uh, South America um, to be part of the environmental movement and the movement for, for justice to end borders and end discrimination across borders. And Welcome. <laughs> So glad you're here. And, and the song says, Que reine la paz, the peace will reign. Y acaben las fronteras, and the borders will end. Mir, miru, mir. So it's traveled in so many different ways um, and brought strength to it through its message. So I wanted to share it today. Oh, we're so happy you did. Thank you. It's always such a high point. I know. I it is a high point when you come in, it is. Because we know that we it's must be ele- doing something high right. in an elevating way. Yeah, like she just raised the whole energy of this <laughs> entire place. When the three oh, of them are together, you all being it went. Too. You know, we, we support each other. Hey, well, so, right well, thank you for that poem. That was really beautiful. We got kind of a double yeah. And are you going to be part of MAP next, um, yeah. the next time around? Yeah, I'm actually, um, Sofia and I are curating the secret garden, Jardín Secreto. And that's on Harrison Street between 24th and 23rd. It'll be April 1st. And um, we're actually going to be doing the Danzas de Paz Universal, the Dances of Universal Peace there um, at 6 p.m. So we're really excited to bring that to the MAP community and in the garden space. Um, it just feels like the right time. So Lovely. Come and dance. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, People can find out more information about MAP at MAP, M-A-P-P-S-F dot com. That's the Mission Arts and Performance Project. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, thank you, Winsong. I know, really, right? Jennifer just kind of like changed everything that was going on in here in a very, very moving way. They were about, oh, Winsong, I so love you. Now we have a new face. Hey, got a Aurora Win. Aurora Wynn. From the wit and the whimsy. Uh, she's part of She's going to set up now, that mic. be a more interesting group? Yeah, okay, to sit down. This group of which she's the singer and the songwriter and I imagine and the guitar player is called Wits and Whimsy. And we're about all that. So Aurora, welcome to the Common Thread Collective. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. I just wanted to make sure you're okay sitting down. We can arrange it differently if you'd rather yeah, stand so up. Sitting is just fine. Okay. I want to make sure that I can hear you guys okay. All right. Yes. Yeah, it's not... not Turned up terribly well, high thank up there. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, yeah welcome. 
Thanks, Winston. Sisters helping sisters. Seriously, they're That's the name of the game, right? This is happening, you know? And then we know what's happening. Sisters helping sisters. And it's a 79 year old dude. All right. Oops. Hi, welcome. Welcome to the Common Thread Collective here at Mutiny Radio. I'm so happy to be here. Just moved here from Texas. So I've, I've never, this is actually one of my very first times down in San Fran. I've been here a couple of times since I've moved here, but um, this is definitely my first time playing music in San Francisco at all. And yeah, what? First, first time making music. Yeah, welcome. Everybody make her feel real <laughs> warm and welcome. That's amazing. For me. Uh, so thank you for having me. Uh, do you want me to just go ahead and start? Yeah, go for it. Cool. Give um, us a couple songs. Yeah, this song is called The Great Divide. It's um, from our album called Airborne. Um, it's actually track one. And I'll just go ahead and get this one.
That was incredibly <laughs> beautiful and moving. Fever. I'm not used to these. California allergens. So. I hear you. Well, we couldn't pick it up in your voice. <laughs> so powerful, so beautiful. Thank you very much. Aurora Wind. This is really the first time you perform music in San Francisco? Yep. Oh, my goodness. That is fantastic. They, yeah, I'm so glad you're here. This me is, too. I really am, too. <laughs> that's like the beauty of serendipity, right? Yeah. It's, it's, um, this is a beautiful experience and what a beautiful place and beautiful people to be around. And it's just, it's wonderful. Being being in the state in general has been wonderful for, for my writing wow. and for just feeling creative in general. It's such a good good space. I love I love all the green out here. I'm from Texas. There's not... It's just the, I'm from West Texas to be specific. It's like tumbleweeds in the old West, what you picture. It's just well, it's, it's gorgeous out here. It's just by chance. Not too likely. Well, hey, sisters, let's do our best to hook her up. We got a map. There's all kinds of places we, that we can tell you about as you make your San Francisco debut right here. And hopefully, we can help open the door. We have tomorrow at the Women's Poetry, uh, the Women's Poetry at the Alicat Bookstore, and uh, uh, and there'll be a lot more happening. And I believe there's a mix. The women are rising, and they need you, and they need your participation. How's that, sister? That sounds great to me. Well, let's make <laughs> it happen. For the connection. Well, give us another actually, song. I wish I could do something tomorrow. Actually, we're a our, my band. I'm, I'm just I'm just one piece. There's actually. Um, two of us regularly that moved out here from California, we used to, or from Texas, we used to be a five-piece, but we're going to have four full band members tomorrow at the Stork Club in Oakland, so I'm really excited wow. about that. Um, oh, nice. It's going to be actually one of our very first California gigs, and our first California gig with a full band for sure, so I'm really, really excited about that. Um, as a matter of fact, um, who are those, those wonderful guys? That yeah, really from Triggered Heart? Yeah, Triggered Heart. They're going to be there tomorrow. They're playing tomorrow. tomorrow night too, so we're actually like, coincidence, just, I was like, hey... Triggered Heart. I think you saw that on the same band poster. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be playing with them as well at the Stork Club tomorrow night. Uh, Rob Jackson is arranging that event. That guy's a scallywag. Um. He, you know what? It's so funny because his people started showing up like maybe within the past year, like a band would show up and they're like, Rob Jackson says, I'm like, who's Rob Jackson? And then finally I got like, started getting emails from Rob Jackson and then he came in and I'm like, you're Rob Jackson. And now all these other folks. So yeah, he's, he's great. And, uh, you know, he's kind of building this whole new like musical network and it's yeah, he's so really, cool. Really cool guy, really friendly and really ornery. Just want to, <laughs> Sounds like a maybe a, a modern Bill Graham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't actually got to meet him in person yet, so I'm going to get to do that tomorrow too. Well, please give us. A, and your band is called the Wit and the Whimsy, correct? Yes, our band is called the Wit and the Whimsy. The Wit like your brain, the Whimsy like cartwheels. Uh, you can find us on Bandcamp, uh, Wit and the Whimsy on Bandcamp.com. Um, you can download our album there if you're interested, and we're also on Facebook. Um, and yeah, let me let me get you guys. Let me play another song for you. Please do. Yeah, a couple songs. That was just lovely. So this one is called Pluck, um, and it it feels really relevant for the time that we're in because it's kind of about um, where we where we waste our energy um, and and where we where we put our hearts and where we put our spirits and where you. Sometimes that seems a little bit misguided, and this particular song is about um, war, um, both between civilizations and between two people, and how we waste too much of our energy on those things. Well, and it's called the, and It's called pluck. Well, the name of the show. Get on the mic, Dave. Tell me what you're saying. 
show you speaking of all of that is the common thread is finding that common thread and I believe you're doing just that so sing on sister you got it
<laughs> I know Dave's looking at me in astonishment. <laughs> He's like, what's going on with the Roar Wind? <laughs> yeah, totally powerful, right? Thank you for gracing us with your music. Dave, one, don't use that mic, please. Use a different mic. Use the one behind you, Dave. Or come in here, okay? Uh, yeah, come back in here. Because <laughs> we're gonna have a, we'll have another song in just a second. Too excited. I know Dave's too excited. He's like, I'm gonna take your microphone. Too excited. I want to say about who you are, and that you're coming in, and the possibility exists in the future as we realize. Because one of the, um, I guess one of our, one of the underlying signs of what what is about is doing more together than any of us can do on your own. And you talk about it in a group, Women, Win and Wednesday, Wit and Wednesday. And I'd love to do my best to bring you to San Francisco, don't you think? Yeah. I, I, I want you one more song. I think we have time for that. We do. And one more song, and then come and we'll talk to Jennifer, and we'll talk to these folks, and we'll take us uh, as As Slant and Lammy Stone said way back then, let, let me take you higher. <laughs> and what uh, the first hippie band, The Doors, sang at the same time was break on through to the other side. So, hey, sister, let, let, let me take you higher. So, we're going to break on through to the other side. How's that? Sounds freaking rad, man. <laughs> Pretty rad. Well, let's do it, babe. <laughs> All right. So, uh, in the spirit of new things and new places, this is a new song. It's not on our album. As a matter of fact, this is probably one of the most public forums it's been played in so far. Um, Definitely, definitely never on the radio. Um, and it's called The Master and the Student. It's about um, the people we learn from in life. You've got your own feet. They're tender, soft, and so pink Good thing for your cleverness Or I'd be fearful of the ragged road you're walking on Prison cell. I wish the sun would reach down and fall. 
coming here and you're welcome here anytime um i hope people go out to the stork club tomorrow night and check out the wit and the whimsy i found you on Bandcamp, so the uh your album that you have out there is airborne is that That correct correct. airborne's first in the series uh the fire forge is what we're working on now um and airborne got released um in november of 2015 so it's been out for for a little over a year now um yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be playing a lot of Airborne at the Stork Club, but we'll also be playing the three new ones, including the master, uh, the master and the student, and two others um, as well. And I'm I'm just really excited to be in a new place and and growing in new directions and meeting new people. This has been a wonderful experience. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you, thank you. And um, you know we're streaming around the planet on the internet on mutinyradio.fm and just a little bit after the six o'clock hour when the show uh, wraps up the podcast will be available on the website so Beautiful. you can uh, listen and download or share or whatever it's all free and um we're just really um we're, we're just happy to see you yeah hey, welcome uh, welcome back <laughs> thank you for being a part welcome of the show to today crew. the common thread collective has a home in san francisco and you can come here and be heard around the planet on the internet you let people know hey uh, tune in to uh, Pirate MutinyRadio.fm, and at four o'clock, so you can uh, hear some a lot of interesting stuff from three to six, and we'll be part of it. That's right. And every Friday. And whimsy is definitely what's needed in these tired in these trying times. I suggest a little wet and whimsy, as the sisters are stepping up as well. <laughs> That's right. I step up with a wet and whimsy because <laughs> the dudes don't get me started. Two of them get me started. But those women are stepping up, and hey, sister, so glad to have you aboard. Thanks. I'm happy to step up. The men do a great job, too. The other three chords of my band is all wonderful dudes who are excellent people who bring that music to life as well. So excellent. It's all, part, all part of the family. Thank that's you. right. That's right. The family, the big human family. Aurora Wynn from The Wit and the Whimsy. Thank you so much, Val. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to Windsong for her music and Jennifer for her poetry and Richard for his poetry and everybody else who contributed today. Um, it's been a pretty good show, eh, Dave? And well, that's what we say. We seem to say every week it seems to come together. I wake up and say, oh, nothing's going to happen and so on. And for, for all that the people come through and the people should be coming through. And I want I want to thank Barbara who brought some, who brought some um, corned beef and cabbage from where? From the Dover Club. They're serving corned beef, beef and cabbage uh, as we speak. That's right in the corner of 26th and Mission. 26th and Valencia. Valencia. And I'm going to an event at 6:30 at the Eric Casada Center, which. Uh, you're you're a busy man, Diamond Dave. Well, you know, I'm, I'm you come in and sometimes you say, you know, I'm pretty tired, and 
I don't know what we're going to do today. And then by the end of the show, you're all pepped up and like you got other things to do. I'm <laughs> like, I'm going to go home, you know, <laughs> putting me to shame with your energy level at 79. Oh, oh, um, 79. 79 years on the planet. Yeah. How could that be? Fuck yeah. Well, I'm going to do Eric Casada. They're having a where we go from here. Uh, uh, that I'm getting for numerous ways asking me to be there, so I'll be there. And uh, because I'm definitely looking for people who uh, who can uh, give us their take on what's happening and how we can get together, how we can build the resistance, how be the solidarity that's needed, and the women stepping up. And we need to be a voice. We want to be, we want to be not the voice, but a voice of all that. Yes. You're shaking your head to say, "Oh, that's right." Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you are listening to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm. We're in the Mission District of San Francisco at 2781 21st Street, right at the corner of 21st and Florida. And um, yeah, you're welcome to come down and join us this any given Friday. We start at 3 o'clock. We usually wrap up at about quarter to 6 to make uh, the transition into the next show because Mutiny Radio has... Um, actually, Mutiny Radio just got 13 new shows. So we've got all these awesome new DJs who've trained and come in and, and gone through our little training program and now have uh, picked open some of those open spaces on our... Um, on our schedule and so we're going to have a, a new flyer coming out pretty soon with an updated schedule on it um, and you should be able to see it on the website as well um, what's great about the website is that it also has a lot of the podcasts from shows that actually we don't even host anymore live like like going back to the way back like the Balkan the Balkan Vulcan show like all the all all those are still on there um like the podcasts are all available so you know you you might want to dip into the archives um but we did we did recently find some get some stats um we do uh figure try to find out how many people are listening and um last month we had over 2200 downloads of the common thread collective yeah and a lot of people up there yeah women's magazine had like 1170 downloads last month so um i don't know who you are out there listening but we love you and thanks for tell your friends being a part of this continuing out here on the front lines of peace love and understanding right here in san francisco where they say it all started way back then generation after generation coming along adapting adding more and spreading that peace love and understanding and also joy Joy, joy, even in the face of all this. Joy, joy, it's about building a movement, and you're part of it. So I love you all, and take it away, Val, and thanks for all you do. I'm way too crazy to be able to do this myself. I can just go do it. I know it. Luckily, they call me a local legend, an iconic figure. That lets me get away with a lot of stuff, just just being me. Yeah. Just being you, Dave. Um, The resistance must be joyful. It's uh, true. Or else, why bother? It has to be fun. Like, I listen to KPFN occasionally. And it's so much about victims, 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 victims. But we want to bring the joy along with the understanding, along with the talent, along with the pay people come and can express themselves in the way that they express themselves. Is that right, I had so much fun at the Women's March. It was great. And there's been a lot of parties getting together where people write postcards. And, you know, a little bit of play involved uh, has to be part of it because that's how you get more people involved. (laughs) That's right. And people who are otherwise, like, 
lost and despair and not knowing what to do you have to be able to connect and and uh be surrounded by other people who you know understand where you're coming from you gotta raise the energy and occasionally nice. i come across you know i'd like to really present but what's happening is very, so i try to figure out people who i could call on who seem to have a leadership ability but there but this is totally without leaders these are people so many people are stepping up that what we do is what we do is come and talk about it when we happen to be here. I actually think that not having a visible leader is subversive, like the Occupy movement. No, if you don't have a leader and it's everyone, uh, then nobody can point a finger and blame okay. anyone. <laughs> It's subversive. First Amendment, you hear that? It's a movement without a leader. It's everyone together. Hey, come on through. That's right. That's what I can say. And that's what we are, and that's what we're going to do, and that's what we're going to continue to do. So, Val, thanks for all you do. And it's been another amazing, uh, I have to look back and say, amazing edition of the Common Thread Collective. Sisters, stepping up. It is. And speaking of, Jennifer, you're talking about bringing up the vibrations. Um, I did on Women's Magazine today from 2 to Three. Actually, I started a little bit later today, right around 2.30. Um, I interviewed Gisela Tangui from the Voodoo Cabaret, which oh, is wow. a band that she started and put together. Um, and she's going to be playing Earth Day on Saturday, April 22nd. And she's going to be opening Earth Day on the main stage at noon. And she was talking about, you know, we got to bring up this, you know, our global vibrations. And so she incorporates lots of drums and, mm-hmm. and kind of uh, pulls in all these different kind of cultural um you know symbols and and deities into into this really amazing band that she's put together the voodoo cabaret so i had uh, an interesting conversation with her today on women's magazine so you can listen to that podcast uh from earlier today march 17th and Um, what are you going to be doing at the earth day festival i want to be the mc at the earth day festival Uh, at Civic Center Plaza. So there's going to be, well, there's going to be two sections. There's going to be the main stage and there's also going to be a speaker's like dome. It's like this big tent. So I'm going to be doing a little bit of both. Um, But I think mostly we're going to have some sort of speaker's panel probably around one o'clock in the in the dome and then um yeah there's a lot kind of things in the works for earth day but um i've i got a chance to to mc last year we had a really cool panel of speakers uh, a slate of speakers who spoke at caesar chavez day and then we walked over to earth day but earth day has now moved back to civic center so um come on down it's going to be a great day uh, it's we're coordinating with the March for Science, which is happening I'm that day. I'm going to that. You're going. <laughs> yes. Great. So some of the speakers from the March for Science will then be speaking at Earth Day later in the afternoon, both on the main great. stage and in the dome. Um, so it's a, a great convergence. And it is the Summer of Love 50th anniversary theme. So there's going to be some great music at Earth Day. Um, you know, kind of an amalgamation of, uh, of bands from back in the day. There's... Um, Jefferson, what do they call themselves? Either it, airplane, starship, or something. To yeah, they, they're calling themselves something else. It's like Jefferson Airship or something. It's uh, like, you know, a like a, a, a few of the members um, from the original, you know, Jefferson Airplane, nice. and then Jefferson Starship. Then um, the, there's a another group, Hibbity Dibbity, Hibbity Jibbity's playing. They're, they're pretty cool. I don't know if I'm saying it right. 
Um, there's going to be a big bluegrass band, some cool DJs as well. Uh, the kids eco village, um, they hands had like on a stuff. silent disco the last time I was there. I think they're going to do that again. Yeah, the silent we headphones and there's a DJ. <laughs> it was rad. It was great. <laughs> so everybody's dancing, but there's no music. You just uh-huh. see everybody dancing. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> all sorts of, um, it's kind of a, and the merch for science is really contributing a lot in terms of having it be kind of a teach in day. So there's going to be a big block of booths, um, for the, that they're going to be, um, you know, disseminating information at but of course it's usually what happens at Earth Day there's lots of different organizations that come and represent um, of course there'll be like really good food and just a good chance to connect with people uh, in this crucial time I'm gonna go the last time I was there I heard a guy talk about water and I went Daniel and I just recently went out and bought like this water purifier like a what is it called uh, reverse osmosis but then it re um, mineralizes the water and brings up the pH level wow. so it's 225 bucks like underneath the sink but it takes out fluoride and I have a friend uh, we have a friend who has started the organization to try to get fluoride out of the water so he's mm. trying to um, get the government to stop doing that because we shouldn't be ingesting fluoride. It actually, there's a lot of studies that are uh, saying that it's bad for the brain, uh, bad for the health, um, stunts the you know mental clarity. Yeah. So we've been drinking reverse osmosis water. So yeah, there was a guy who had this incredible, like he blew our minds when we heard him talk. We were like, oh my God, we have to get our water together. <laughs> he he might've yeah. been, that might've been the anti-fracking guy. Yeah, there was definitely anti-fracking and yeah, also David about Braun. like, you know, a lot of questions mm. around like, how can we drink healthy, clean water and yeah, fantastic. Go, yeah. Definitely going to Earth Day. Yeah. Earth Day is like. <laughs> Uh, every day, every time I go to Earth Day, by the end, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a little list of things that I learned today at Earth mm-hmm. Day and try to remember them and try to do something about it and incorporate what I can. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll, it'll be a good day, um, Saturday, April 22nd. And, I, and it goes all day. It starts early. It starts at like 10 or 11. It goes till 6 p.m. So ample opportunity to come out and enjoy and learn something and have a good time. You're going to learn a lot. Yeah. And dance your, <laughs> and dance your ass off because Cat Delic is going to be playing as well. Uh, funk band. They, I think they're actually closing. They might be the closing band. I don't know. But um, a lot of stuff to be announced. But uh, just come out and see what happens. Who, need, who needs a schedule? except for the organizers, of course, who are doing a great job, by the way. Um, yeah, Earth Day. I feel like there's other things I should announce. Let me check my my social calendar here. I think I'm going to go also to Earth Day to find the organizations that are suing the government, <laughs> you know, for environmental protection. I know there's Earth Justice is a great, you know, it's a group of lawyers for the Earth. So they're um, constantly, you know, bringing to trial cases to defend the, or our natural resources. I think the NR, NRDA, National Resource Defense Organization. Mm. Um, so my like donation policy is anyone who is suing money from me. Awesome. <laughs> so when I go to Earth Day, I'll be seeking them out to donate money to anyone who's bringing like, uh, you know, bringing lawsuits to protect the planet. Exactly. Mm. Right on Jennifer Barone. <laughs> And I'm looking forward to a word party on Tuesday the 21st. Yeah, is he going to come through? 
I believe so. Uh, yeah, it's always my intention to do so, and, and we're gonna I have usually you feature it. soon. I hope, right? And hopefully, sure. We're gonna have well, Ek in April. Oh, nice. I think we have Tatiana Molinar, but maybe we can have you the next month if you're still if you're not traveling. I would be honored to and, be yes. the word party feature. We'll we'll yeah, f- we'll find it. There. We'll find a time. We'll we're find one of these months. There. One of these months, maybe it's summertime. We haven't really officially announced it, but Inger and I are obviously like only inviting women <laughs> <laughs> this year. <laughs> In case you didn't In notice. Case you didn't recognize me. It's not an official announcement, but that's what we're doing. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Bye, Aurora. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, Word Party Tuesday, the 21st at Piano Fight in the Tenderloin. Yeah, men and women Taylor. both are, in, are invited to read, but we're only having women features this year. <laughs> Which is pretty cool. Um, let's see what else. Oh, uh, other poets who are performing soon. Uh, D. Allen is going to be at Sacred Grounds on March 29th. Oh, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Um, he's great. He's great. Um, you're going to be Jennifer Barone and Daniel Hefez at SF Jazz on April 7th, which is a Friday evening. Um, I, the Wyatt Act is going to be at Mutiny Radio on Saturday, the April 8th. Oh, I love them so So they're going to be much. live right here in the studio. Um, they're hilarious and talented. So great. Breakfast, Guinevere Q. Um, what else is happening? Cassie Dot, another installment at Adobe Books, April 16th, which actually is Easter Sunday. Though that's 4 to 6 p.m. I'm going to be featuring at Sacred Grounds on 419. Uh-huh over there uh, in the panhandle um so yeah wednesday every wednesday they have that with dan brady hosting earth day is the 22nd of april poems under the dome is the 27th of april i have to stop there because there's too much going on anyhow folks thank you so much for being a part of the common thread collective mutiny radio.fm next week on women's magazine i'm going to be um my guest is going to be lois flood who is a dancer and who has kind of dedicated her art um, and her and her her art life to the studying the dances of Isadora Duncan, and she has a show. Um, Lois Flood has a one woman show coming up in May down in Pacific Grove, uh, the life and art of Isadora Duncan. So um, it's going to be a classical historical dance. So I, I'm really happy to be welcoming her to Women's Magazine here at Mutiny Radio next Friday. That's the 24th at 2 p.m. So hope you join us. And thanks again for listening. And it is the Summer of Love 50th anniversary. So here we go with a song that, you know, kind of, uh, kind of stands out as a, as a, timekeeper for that peace everybody we love you love is but a song we sing feels we will die
Governments in general lie. Uh, now, when I say all governments lie, that may sound like an anarchist statement. The anarchists have something there. <laughs> yeah. They're right to be skeptical and suspicious of people who hold governmental power because the tendency of people who hold governmental power is to lie in order to maintain that power. And Rather, when he said that, the president says, get in line, I get in line. He uh, violated that, you know, Hippocratic oath of journalists that is implied in the profession of journalism of think for yourself. It's the kind of statement you would expect from a journalist in a totalitarian state, not somebody living in a democracy. And then, talking about getting in line, and then you have Al Gore, who accepted his defeat graciously, so graciously that he became humble, overwhelmingly humble, <laughs> so that when all of this happened, uh, Gore announced, Bush is my commander-in-chief. <laughs> I thought, I don't think he's read the Alex! Ed! Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm gonna guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect! <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby! There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical, free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com.
This is Tusser Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible 